0: dollars. dollars, and then. I do it until Tuesday. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Until Tuesday. That's fine. I put the guy twenty five hundred. This duplex way too many foundation problems. is it? Yeah. So let's get screwed up. Okay. All right. Lock it up. Um. And sign the contract. We're closing. We've gone through a lot. Remember that. Watch that. In? Yes. All right. Ready. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple more questions. We we got an hour. No, no, you're good. You're good. I don't know if my uh, my wife called, and then I don't know why this time we got disconnected.
1: Uh, all, all is well? Oh, man. Right. So um,
0: I think we were at, oh, yeah. I can jump right back into it. Okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah, so make sure you don't. your business doesn't own you. You have an exit plan you um uh you know when to get out and you design a system up front with an opportunity for yourself to take a step back. You know, if if, if you run a real estate company, either hire the right people or just make a lot of money for five to ten years, buy passive income properties. Don't over leverage yourself. And maybe buy payoff properties, whatever however you want to structure it. But then you have an option to take a step back to pursue the life you're passionate about, not the life that you got used to because you got used mm. to hustle culture. Um, and the only way to stay connected to yourself and true to yourself is sometimes look inside and pray to God and you know spiritually, mentally and physically stay fit, stay you know healthy. And that's that way you don't get lost in the world of money and fame and fake celebrity lifestyles and, you know, all that stuff that that the media that's trying to influence you to take you down the wrong path of the evil, you know, just the path of living life without any discipline, without any like mental, you know, you're not mentally strong. So you just make sure you kind of stay true to yourself and you. Stay healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. At the same time, build your financial independence and your financial freedom, but don't let money be your main focus. And if you do have that as your main focus, leverage money to create passive income opportunities so then you can go a different direction because life is a lot more than making money it's about giving, it's about helping, it's about traveling, it's about, you know, just setting different goals, like physically, mentally, uh, you know, spiritually. So maybe don't lose that connection to yourself getting lost in chasing a dream without having a solid plan in place. So that what I would say, it's something that I'm glad I figured out at some point in my career because I was that guy where I was obsessed and lost in the world of business and ego and greed and just trying to do it all and satisfy all and do business with all and kind of like just chasing the next bigger check. But Finding yourself and knowing, well, this is good and I want to make progress and I want to improve. But at the same time, I want to work out. I want to eat healthy. I want to travel. I want to wake up and dance with my kid this morning. I want to wake up and today just lay down on the grass and just take sunshine for 30 minutes. No, hey, I have to wake up, let me smoke a cigarette, chug it, 24 ounce cup of coffee and just run all day. And get home at like 10 p.m. or 7 p.m. Then mind is filled with all the stuff that I put into it all day. Now, I don't have no time for my family, no time for my kid. So I'm not going to invest in my health. I have no time to go to the gym, no time to read a book, no time to pray or meditate or do anything that I'm passionate about or any hobbies. I'm just a robot. Now, I'm not saying anything is anything wrong with doing that. Because you're sacrificing three to five years to be able to design a lifestyle that you want. But make sure within that three to five years that you do that, you know when it's time to get out. So that's what always do the workout. Read the books and pray and read the Bible to make sure you never lose touch with what actually matters in this life. It's not about money. It's about living a life that you design in your own terms and doing, just truly finding out what God put you on this planet to do. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's super big. Um, I had a moment in class
1: because I know I'm here in Virginia, uh, captain career course. Uh, and this, this week was a very, I had these moments, you know, like, bro, like I, I have times where I'm like, I don't know why I'm here. Right. And, um, I had, In this moment, basically, I had to remind myself that the reason why I'm showing up to this place or the reason why I'm here is not the reason why everybody else is here. You know, people in the room, they were talking about my instructor and some other student they were talking about buying homes. They're like, oh, I bought three homes or I did this, I did that. And I'm like, you know, like imagine someone having a, a real estate conversation, but not knowing that Mahan is in the room or not even knowing who Mahan is right? That was kind of the, the situation. So, like, I'm really the subject matter expert in this thing that they're talking about. So, I'm overhearing them saying, you know, when you should, when you should buy, when you should sell. So, then I'm in my mouth and I'm like, now I'm the guru. Now, I'll, all eyes are on me, right? Uh, and people are asking me questions about real estate and, you know, what do I do and how many houses this and how many houses that? And after that moment was over, um, I really had to realize and say, okay, Joy, like, I tell myself this constant again the reason why you're here is not the same reason why everybody else is here right and you're like and the reason why you showing up on the business and the reason why you continue to um to go and endure is not the same reason why the employee that's coming to the business and checking in and reporting to you is not no everybody doesn't show up to the same place for the same reasons everyone doesn't have the same why and sometimes um, like uh, just kind of connecting to the dots to what you were just saying about what, you no, know, during your 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 grind season, your building season, your accumulation season, it's important that you remember why you're showing up, why you're doing this, right, so that you don't get lost in the day to day. Because the day to day, you got a call and you're getting cursed out whenever you got to mismanage this person and this person and you lost this amount of money you start over from scratch oh, a lot of the times like in bumping your head you got to remember why you even began this journey
0: yeah that's that's very important so if I was to give like you know um some practical steps into kind of structure the life and your goals and plans would be number one would be set a reason of why that why you want to Live the life that you want to do, and why would you sacrifice your time and your freedom in order to achieve that? And make sure you have clear vision of where you're trying to go, the, the destination that you're setting, the goal is yearly, quarterly, or you know, a decade from now, what lifestyle you want to live and what you want to be doing, how much money you're trying to make, and be very specific about those goals. And it will be like educate yourself so you're actually always learning those skills that's going to help you to get there and pray about it, be mentally prepared, see yourself there and be emotionally prepared and then put in the work and then create relationships on the way that's going to help you with other people that share the same vision. You know, the business people, the people who want to be where you want to be at the same time or people who are already there and they just want to help you out. So these are very important, but all of these come with a structure, with a vision, with a plan that you need to design. Because if you don't have a life that you designed yourself, a vision and a goal, then you're just going to go ahead and consume everything that media is feeding you or other people are feeding you or somebody else will design it for you. So if you don't stay disciplined um, to your goals, you're going to be basically taking a little pieces of here and there from everybody else that's trying to influence you in different direction. So I think discipline is the ultimate form of freedom because no amount of influence can change the way that you want to live your life, your values in your in your life. let's just say you want to wake up every single day at five o'clock in the morning, right and you want to never drink alcohol. So no matter how many times, a friend is telling you let's go drink or a media is pushing drinking and doing drugs they're just feeding people's mind your discipline you have the ultimate freedom because no amount of influence from outside world is gonna change the way you decided to live your life no matter of influence is going to change the way you want to eat or the way you want to work out or keep a healthy body, no matter how much the media is pushing, hey, don't worry about being overweight or don't worry about eating healthy food. Just eat junk food, you know, or just do alcohol and drugs and all the stuff you see in the movies. You don't get influenced by that because first of all, that's not the information you feed in your brain. Number two is your discipline, Do, do your living terms, Living life on your own terms with the values that you want to live, not what other people are telling you. So that Indeed. for me is ultimate uh, freedom.
1: Indeed, bro. I think I love that, man. Um, I love, I love that. And what I've learned, also kind of speaking on the same topic, is that saying yes to something that is not aligned or conducive to your end goal of where you're trying to go, you're also saying yes to the delay, right? You're accepting delay, mm-hmm. right? You're accepting um, mistakes. You're misstep, no, you, you 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 come like, okay, if I say yes to, I'm going to go and just, you no know, drink with you or uh, not watch my diet, I'm also saying yes to diabetes. I'm also yeah. saying yes to like other things that come with being an an, uh, an alcoholic. Right. Or not. being No. Like and I'm saying no to my goals. Right. Why? Because, no, you don't have the energy to put into your business because you are all sluggish. You don- you are becoming uh unfulfilled with the way that you look. I- all these different things. There's a lot of the implied yeses and a lot implied no's associated uh, with our day to day decision making. Right. Whenever we are not making decisions that are not aligned to our goals. So I definitely think that saying no, watching your no's and watching your, your yeses is super, super important. And uh, it seems as though you, you've definitely uh, mastered that. So I think that that's uh, incredible. I think one Well, speaking of no's and yeses. What are some lastly uh, in closing before I asked you about your expert opinion on the industry, the marketing, things like that. Uh, what are some of your daily and weekly habits that you had to create for yourself? And you have to like, you know, I need to do this every single day. I need to do this every single week to be able to sustain the foundation of what it is that I've built.
0: Um, for the last 10 years, I've been writing uh, affirmation and goals and visions every single day Um I've missed here and there, but you know, been very consistent with it. So I I set intentions every single day, what I'm trying to achieve and what my you know goals and visions and what I'm trying to where I'm trying to go in life looks like, and I think that's been really helpful for me to stick to it over this time. And um, another thing is that it, it's changed a little bit right now, but I'm always. Uh, consuming helpful helpful information or self help or anything about business. I'm constantly learning. Uh, third, are thing you still that,
1: going to Barnes and Nobles on the weekend?
0: Yes. Well, you know, it's not as many times I used to. You know, anytime I feel lost, you know, trying to go a direction, I don't know which direction to go, and I feel like you know, scanning through books, and God is gonna put that answer in front of me um so i still do that but not as often right now i do a lot of book summaries i really enjoy doing it you know i i read what other people learned from that book um and i you know just it helps me to like maybe read like two books in a night but just the summaries the important parts and i I really enjoy doing it it's actually a little hobby for me that i do before going to bed um so, yeah, just education has been very important to me, writing my goals and, you know, specifically what I want to do and what I want, visualizing it has been, like, really helpful. Obviously, praying for it, uh, being very consistent with that. Um, uh, Also, learning about compound effect, you know, just not understanding that, you know, when I invested in real estate, I have 45 rentals, but we still didn't own a home. You right. know, we I still drove the same car that I was driving when I was, when I didn't have any money um, because I knew if I keep putting back into it, the compound effect is going to add up. And at some point it's just going to be a snowball going down the hill because I'm keep pushing it, but I was keep putting more fuel on this system or on this portfolio, instead of just trying to take from it, so this understanding that really helped me because I keep putting the in the income I was generating, I keep putting money into investment over and over and over and over again, and all of a sudden people are like, oh, we didn't. This guy didn't look like he had, you know, he had that big of a portfolio because yes, because I sacrificed the the instant results for a you know long-term compound effect on my portfolio but it took it five years to be able to be i can enjoy the fruits it's just like a baby you can't just you can expect a baby feeding you you have to invest in the baby to learning in growing it and over time when the baby grows and now the baby could be a help in your life right it's not a baby anymore
1: I want to speak on that bro because now my question to this on this topic right of delayed gratification and maybe um there's an element of financial good financial stewardship going on here that allowed you to be able to be in this position um so do you think that because th- this is not uncommon for people who were not born and raised in the united states yes there are people who in that you know, are you know, part of the Western culture born and raised here that are able to get it, right? But the masses are very much consumers and very much uh, take on the lifestyle of immediate gratification. I have to have the best of this, have to have the best of that, right? Um, which is essentially eating and wearing their wealth. It, do you think the reason why you're, you are not like that and the reason why you have been able to do what you've done is what does that do to did you learn that or did you were you raised that way like how did you take on this mindset of hey like i got the money now i'm gonna buy the lambo now because you probably you've been talking about it was a before it was a lambo with the push and you talking about the push like for a long time and then but you but but then but like but like you said nah i'm gonna keep i'm in the hyundai i'm gonna keep the hyundai i'm gonna keep Mm -hmm. the hyundai but you were talking about porsches like I'm like, just bought the post 2019, yeah. Yeah, right. And so again, like, was this a cultural? Were you just raised this way to be able to, you know, logically understand why you should deny gratification and invest in yourself
0: for the whole compound um effect or what? Like, how'd you learn that? Um, one was reading books. Obviously, you know, just kind yeah, of yeah, Dan Hardy, yeah, that um, one. Um, number two was also, I, you know, with the knowledge that came from, hey, instead of you, you know, a lot of people get rich, right, and then the crypto, whatever, e they they get rich, right, but then they take the money that they generated, then they invest it on luxuries, or stuff that they're interested in doing like traveling or whatever that makes them happy right but i think the smart way would be this what i did and i think it's the smart way somebody could do it better i took all that money and i bought assets and i said well now that money is growing as inflation is going up growing with appreciation and then i'm also getting tax credit on my active income so i can then make a couple million dollars and then have this real estate portfolio offset the taxes that I have to pay because of the appreciation uh and then at the same time the tenant is paying down my loan great and on top of that I'm generating income now I can take that income that my money is producing the money still being there and growing and I can invest that into luxuries so Before I buy any cars that I wanted, I spend the same amount of cash and when I bought a real estate for it and then I borrowed the money to get the car, then I have the real estate pay off the car. Now then my money for the car is gonna stay there. My rental property is gonna pay off the car. The car is gonna hold some value. And when the car is paid off, I'm still gonna have the income from that real estate plus more because of appreciation, plus I'm getting tax benefit. Plus, I buy the car in some type, uh, using some type of business way that so I can write the ink, uh, the expenses for a car as a tax write-off too, because I'm using it in uh, marketing or commercial. Or, yeah,
1: I saw that you had a nice yeah. commercial the other day.
0: That was a nice commercial yeah. you did. <laughs> so stuff like that that I'm, uh, yeah. I, I try to do. So anything I want to buy luxury, except traveling and food that's something me and my wife the, we do not go cheap on that you know we when we take trips we really take trips you know we go to Hawaii stay 20 days or 14 to 20 days and we just really just relax and have fun when it comes to food uh you know we spend on a lot of money on really quality ingredients and we spend a lot of money on eating really quality food. The only thing I, I do I believe is not good is just uh, energy drinks but or coffee. But she doesn't do that. She never drinks any type of caffeine drinks. She just does green tea. Um, and when it comes to quality food, she makes everything from scratch. We never use any preserved type of sauce or... Anything like that we buy that is non organic or, you know, any type of you know, it, it just messed with, you know, it's just right. everything it, is hundred percent organic and made from scratch. And our home cooked foods are hundred percent made from scratch. Is that like a cultural thing? Or uh, that's like something that you just as you all you
1: know were able to afford better quality things, you you know, and were aware of the bad things, you kind of gravitated away from those things.
0: Uh, it, it's a lifestyle choice. It's not that yeah. you know everybody wants the easy, quick results and cheap options. Obviously, it's a lot harder to make everything from scratch. But again, those daily hard choices equal than living a long and happy life. Because I right now I know two different people. I know this guy. He's seventy five years old. Right when you see him, he looks forty five. He climbed. He has been on four-hour mountain hikes with me you know he's been setting up camps and doing all this stuff with me you know he's uh he's active running around going on travels going on hikes and going camping and i see his lifestyle number one he's always up early number two he never eats junk food and he's always active and this guy he is just the way i see he's vibrant good vibe living his life Then i'm like okay and i see some other guys they're 40 they look like 75 they're eating like <laughs> mcdonald every day they don't they're not active yeah and you know they they eat the junk foods and they do all the other stuff now this guy eats sweet stuff eats uh, drinks coffee but the sweets they're all made from scratch every single day he drinks these herbal teas and his lunch and everything is all made from scratch. He eats fruits every day vegetables and he's super active and wakes up super early in the morning. Um, And, and I was like, Oh, I want to be like him when I'm 75, because I don't want to be 75 and being in and out of hospital all the time, not truly live my life at that age, because it's a different life experience. So I set an example. I was like, well, I would like to do what he does, follow his steps uh, when it comes to health. And he help I help him with financial stuff. He was like, well, I want to follow your footstep when it comes to making financial decisions, right? So, and now I see the results in my life. You know, I, I rarely get sick. You know, I sometimes I feel my body is, I feel the sickness, but my body doesn't shut down. I rarely feel it, but I see my body handles it like right away because, because of my you know active lifestyle and then you know the the nutrition and what I intake, what I intake mentally, physically, and mostly like spiritually. You know, it just in all those areas you make this little daily choices. Um, not that you should live a miserable life, and never enjoy. Mm-hmm. People confuse these two, but just make better choices. You know, you don't have to go to the gym and kill yourself and just lift like crazy weights and break your back and go twice at seven days a week, right? No, go three to four times a week and just get your heart rate up. You know, and work out. You know, slowly grow it because it's a long term thing you're doing. But with food, you don't have to eat like non sugar, um, tasteless food every day. Now you could have very wholesome, tasteful food that's made from scratch. And yes, you could have the ice cream, but you can't have the ice cream every day. Yes, you could have a McDonald's once a month or once a quarter, but you can't have it every day, right? It's just, if I tell you, you smoke one cigarette, you're going to get cancer. You're never going to do that. Because it's it's not that it's, that it's daily. When you do it a thousand times every single day, then you get cancer. If you try one time in your life, it's not going to get you cancer. It's not, it's barely going to damage anything in your body because you did it one time. So I think that balance of 80% being 100% good organic food and that 20% like, you know, you still eat your candy and chocolate here and there. Um, so you're not living like a life that like, there is no taste, or you know I'm working out all the time is super hard. Just you know, just having that balance is important.
1: no hundred percent.
0: What um, if you had closing out right, uh, of course you've already mentioned Dan Hardy a lot
1: with the compound effect. Uh, but what are some other um books that you really enjoy and that have really stood out to you, uh, books and maybe quotes right, that you've adopted, you know, these concepts or principles in these books or or wisdom from these quotes and apply it to your life? What are some things
0: that that stand out to you? Um, As far as books, um, I like, I'm going to pull out my library so I can tell you. There is one book I forgot to tell you the first time called The Courage to be Disliked. Okay. It's a book that you need to listen to or read it twice, but I really like it. Yeah, no, I've read it. I've read it on the audio book. I need to probably go back and uh, and and read it. It took me twice to really get it. You know, again, obviously, I it, that's just me. But in the first time I listened to it, but second time, just it, it was more it was it just connected with it more. Uh, I told you about the voice of knowledge. You know, we learn some things, the knowledge or the voice in our head that's always telling us you're not good enough. You're you're not going to make it. It just tells you, hey, you need to unlearn that. Now, in another book, calls it the monkey mind. It's the monkey in your head that keeps doing this every time you are trying to take a step forward and make a change in your life because you're designed to, uh, your mind is designed to protect you. So a voice of knowledge or the monkey mind, same concept, but one is more psychology. This one is more like philosophy. Um, If you want to read the book about being a man, and just stuff like that. This is also philosophy, the meditations or meditations. That's really good. One of my favorite books of all time is the Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Basically, saying hey, everything is interior in- inside you. If you mm-hmm. are happiness or anything comes from exterior. Um, that's where you end up just always chasing it high. You know, I want to be around the friends, then I'm happy. I want to have the car, then I'm happy. I'm going to close this deal, then I'm happy. It's not like that. That You should have peace and happiness and being content from inside. And you can do that by observing your daily, because 40% of what you do is habit. So one day, in, sit and observe your thoughts. There's so many thoughts that passes your mind that influence your life. You're not even paying attention to. So basically this one tells you how to clear those thoughts and then focus from inside by doing meditations and other strategies that he says. Right. Um, Joe Dispenza breaking the habit of being yourself uh, on the real estate side. Uh, simple books, the book of, book on rental properties or the book on rental property investing by Brandon Turner. Very simple book uh, on a sales side. If you want to read a sales book, Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone, uh, Fanatical Prospecting, very good book, and New Sales Simplified. These are sales books that I been listening to for a long time. You said New Sales yeah. Simplified? New sell some fly, but I really like fanatical prospecting. Um commercial real estate book, crossing it apartments in commercial real estate. Um, that's really good. Um, another sales book, kind of sales book is the closer survival guide by Grant Cardone. I've listened to that many times. Um, yeah, these are my and more technical real estate books raising private capital that's a good book Uh, apartment syndication by joel fairless um and i got two other books which is on this other phone that i'm listening to but just they're all about financing and raising capital and building crowd funding platforms and stuff like that is that your ultimate goal I, this is, it's something I always wanted to do, but not at a uh, syndication level. Or when I say crowdfunding, not at a, um, uh, um, at a credited investor level, like people who can chip in like a million dollar minimum.
1: Right. So I would so have you,
0: 10 people with a million dollar each instead of having a thousand people with like $10,000 each. Right. And you more so looking to, they you know, bring the deal to the, to the table oversee the
1: acquisition and disposition and um value add and things like that right and then take it yeah. using their money yeah
0: yeah so basically we put like 10 people at a million we create like a private equity you could call it or hedge fund whatever you can call it and then we leverage that money to buy like 100 million dollar assets that they have major loan pay down Major income, and you could have it on-site manager. You could have a full-time employees just working on that one property. Um, so that's the that's where we want to go, and I'm slowly dropping hints as I go, putting a seed in people's mind. Uh, you know, we're creating a capital company. You know, going from a day-to-day investor to like you know a, a fund manager that you know we so we can acquire larger properties with syndications. Usually whoever manages the general partners usually total own 30% off the deal, all Right. which in that 30%, then there's a contractor. There's a guy that brings the EMD. There's the acquisition guy and there is like the property manager, all are in that 30%. So right. you might end up only 5% of, you know, 200 units. I don't want to go that, Option, I wanted to be more like two guys on one deal. Like we're the fifty percent, they're the fifty percent, or we own seventy percent, the investors own thirty percent, and still have good returns. So, I don't want to do a lot of deals with small percentage of ownership. I want to do very few deals, one or two big, ten to hundred million dollar deals that we have like eighty to ninety percent or seventy to eighty percent ownership. And um and our investors, private investors own the rest while they trust us trust us to double and triple the value of the property over three to five years. Nice, on, nice, yeah, nice. Awesome, man. Uh I thank
1: you. Uh one thing I um I said before and I'll tell you again, I think that a big thing that a lot of people that find themselves having a lot of accomplishments under their, their belt, I find that these people are, uh, are givers, right? And I don't know if you knew it or not, but you you are a giver, right? And you also have given a lot of people, including myself, an opportunity to come and be exposed, come into rooms and uh, see things that they may have not been able to see before uh, due to their own merit, their own hard work, or what have you. And I know like just reflecting, there was times like we had like the red circle uh, no red panel, some dialer, right. That, uh, and, um, just systems that you've you know, allow myself to have access to and allow me to be able to go and you know, be exposed to these things. So now I have these things for myself and I give my systems my prop streams, my, you know, whatever software access to other people. And I do these things and allow them to have access because it was done for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I'm not surprised that you are where you are, you know, uh, I think, you, you know, if you that. help a lot of people, enough people get to where they want to go by default, you'll get to where you want to go. So I want to publicly say thank you for just always, you know, being, uh, someone that is willing to help out and you know, uh, help
0: lift somebody that's trying to go somewhere. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, um, I always appreciate you staying in contact. Oops. Can you see me? Yes, Lisa. Yeah. I, you know.
1: yeah, yeah. Well,
0: uh, I appreciate you staying in contact. You know, I always enjoyed, you know, you, you always had God in your life. And mm-hmm. one thing I really respect about you, um, you're really polite, well spoken, uh, well dressed. Uh, and I, I think I, I see your consistency with everything. And, you know, I, and I always respect that, you know, just just uh, you're a very well put together person. You know, I, this is someone that I can I can trust um, just because the way you carry yourself says a lot about you and who you are. So I that's uh, that's a big thing for me that I really like about you. No, I appreciate it, bro. I think
1: like yourself, when it comes to business and life overall, you know, it's something rehearsed. It's something that you've been intentionally doing and planning you know, and trying to do, you know, and I can, I've always been intentional about what I do, what I don't do, what I wear, what I don't wear, it's What how I smell even, right? Because yeah, all of that matters. Dangerous. Um, And before people know you, all they know is what they see, right? Sure. Um, and um, what comes out of your mouth is just a reflection of what's on your heart, right? And, oh, and, so. and my opinion, and, um, and well, not my opinion, the Bible and Proverbs says that, right? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, I'll be, I just be trying to walk it out, man. But awesome, man, I definitely, definitely appreciate that. Appreciate you taking the time out to be able to speak with me today. You have any closing comments, any shout outs, uh, that you want to put out there
0: before we uh, get out of here? Sure. Uh, a couple of things, real estate related. You make money in real estate when you buy, not when you sell. Uh, and if you're new in real estate and you just trying to learn, make sure you, surround yourself with you know other investors that are actively closing deals in your market and provide some value to their business. Go the extra mile, and but get yourself around them and get their help because they're the one actually doing what you're trying to do in the market. And they're not just coaches or they're not just training. They're actively closing deals. Uh, that's very important. And again, have some uh, intention when it comes to your business or you're living your life. Uh, and set your goals and have your vision so you don't just change direction all the time you stay focused you stay on track and then trust god with the decisions that you make because you know those are the right decisions based on that plan that you have for your life that's very important i'm sure you can succeed by following the steps um and that's about it i just again i want to thank you for your time and and i just uh want to give uh one last time say you know everything that i do and i have it's uh because of god and you know i'm god made i'm not self made uh Indeed. and you know his 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 i can't ignore or close my eyes in his presence in my life and the way that he's putting me in certain directions or in certain rooms or in in contact with certain people that completely changed my life and i'm grateful for all the blessings that he has provided for me, and uh, I, I'm excited for the future to see what he has, and you know, he has planned for me and my family.
1: Indeed, man, you are a great example of a co-laborer uh, with God. You know, you doing your part, and God going above and beyond to you know uh, make sure that when you take your ne- next step, that you have um that you're walking into something, right? And you have you have ground to 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 walk on, you know, because a lot of this is walking in faith and walking on water, right? You know, really, you know, um, a lot of we are walking miracles. You know, I, I I think coming from where we come from, I mean, again, going from two hundred and eighty dollars to seventeen million is evidence of God, hundred percent evidence of God, man. Amen. That's that. That's gonna be the title of this of this podcast, model and my thumbnail for sure. Uh, <laughs> $280 to $17 million with Mahan and different, different Real Estate Group, man. So Perfect. Um, awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, good people. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you take these pearls, you regurgitate them, and you apply them. Uh, these words, these wisdoms, these gems, these, this uh, insight uh, to your life. Remember, put God first. And you know you do do your part, and he's going to
0: do the rest. All right? Peace. 100%. All right. Let's well, get talking to you. Talk to you later. But, right. have